I'm Tom Morello, host of Maximum Firepower, a weekly podcast focusing on the music, the moments, and the movements that have shaped my worldview and left an indelible mark on me as an artist and activist. Correct with Maximum Firepower. You and me. This is Tom Morello's Maximum Firepower. I'm Tom Morello, and this is Maximum Firepower. Uh, my guest this week is a continuation of our discussion with Steve Vai, the great guitar hero, one of the greatest guitar heroes in the history of guitar heroics. A uh, good friend who I've had the honor and blessing to jam with many times, and one of my favorite guitar players on the planet. Please welcome back to the show, Steve Vai. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, of course. It might have been when the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 25th anniversary thing was being shown on HBO. I played with Bruce Springsteen. We did a song called The, Go yeah. the Ghost of Tom Joad. I was dri yeah. I was driving somewhere with my wife and I like got a text from you and like I got a text from like Steve Vai who liked my guitar solo and I just was like pull over. Every <laughs> I was like pull over. I gotta stand on top of the car and read this out loud. Oh my god! <laughs> Steve, I like my So I want to talk about another more sort than of, liked it. Well, I, I want to talk about another sort of interesting cul-de-sac in your career and a record that I adored. And one of the things that I've appreciated about the different places that you've showed up, whether it's Zappa, whether it's Roth, whether it's White State, was the Public Image Limited record, mm, which yeah. took you out of a safety zone. It felt, yeah. you know what I mean? It felt like yeah. like this is. This is an, an another world of post punk, which I don't think was you know you didn't have that drawer you know <laughs> like yeah. like uh, you didn't have that drawer ready to go, no. and yet it's like like a true art like you applied yourself to this in a way that elevated, I think your playing and certainly PIL's record. I think that's a great, it's a record that if you look for it online, it's it's curiously titled, the cassette was called Cassette, the it's album was the called record. Album, the yeah. record, you know, so I'm not sure exactly how this, but- And there's no liner notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's Steve Vai is the guitarist on that record. And from the single, which was a song called Rise, which is almost like this kind of like Irish folky thing, yeah. to the last song on the record where there's this incredible, I don't know, 82 bar, Steve yeah. vibe, like exploratory thing. So tell, let's talk about not necessarily specifically that record, but about getting as for musicians who might be listening, like getting outside of your comfort zone and the rewards yeah. that that could provide. Well, uh, getting outside of your comfort zone is important as long as it's navigatable. You, you can navigate it, you know, like throwing me into a purely improvisational bebop session is not a good idea. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to rise to the occasion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't played over changes like that yes, forever. Yeah, yeah. You'd figure out but something. I got a feeling. I'd figure I, out I, something. I got a feeling you'd I'm figure sure out something. Yeah, 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 I'd figure out something. I was always into the energy of all sorts of different music types. The punk scene was, you know, very different than the muso scene, uh, but I appreciated it. And when the call came down to do the uh, public image thing, I it was another opportunity for me to just kind of put on another hat, but not take it to where only I would, where I think it should go. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. It's like, you have to, you yes. have to put put on that hat. And as exactly as you were saying, you have to come out of your comfort zone, but into another comfortable kind of a place. Yeah. 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 You know, you, you just redecorated. Yeah. You were, you were uh, like, it, it felt like you were like, you were mirroring the energy of the band, but it was still Steve Vai mirroring the yeah. energy of the band, you know? Uh, yeah. And the nice thing about that project was I didn't have to do anything. I just showed up. 
I did all those guitars in two afternoons. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and one of them, it, it was so refreshing. One of them, I didn't even hear the song. And I go in, I can't remember which song it was. And I, and I was talking to, you know, Bill Laswell. Yeah. And he says, okay, let's put up the next song. And I, and he goes, well, just, you know, just play. And I said, well, let's take a listen. And he says, no, just play. <laughs> I said, should I, shouldn't I listen to the song? He goes, no. <laughs> he puts the tape in record and he leaves the room. And I just, I played, I just, I just listened and responded yeah. and he comes back and he goes, how'd it go? And I, and I said, you know what? I, I think it went pretty good. I, I think we got it. <laughs> I think we got, you know, and it worked. And I, I think that working with Bill and Leiden and, you know, that scene, it brought something out in me that no other project yeah. really could have, you know, so that was nice. Yeah, I listened to that. I had the cassette called cassette and I listened to that. So, I wore I wore that thing out. Um, so yeah. now I want to I want to talk about the first time that you and I actually played together. Now, Steve Vai is a lovely man, but Steve Vai is a persistent man. And you were doing you had <laughs> some sort of event at the uh, Musicians Institute uh, yeah. on Hollywood Boulevard. And it was like, I'm not sure exactly what the event was, but it was a multi. Steve calls me up and it's all I always am happy to take a call from Steve. Vai. He's like. I want you to come down and we're going to do this thing there for musicians. There's going to, I was like, ah, Steve, like it's going to be, I know what it's going to be. It's going to be like crossroads. And I'm like, you know, and <laughs> it's going to be like crossroads and I love you. I love you, but I just, I don't want to do that. And you're like, okay, great. So he calls me up again and I get some, e- I get more emails. And he's like, I really want you to do this. I'm like, okay, how about if we just, I'll talk all day long about, I will over intellectualize rock and roll music and guitar playing all day long. <laughs> Uh, let's just, how about if we do? And you're like, fine. That's what we'll do. It'll be interesting. It's Trevor Rabin and Steve Lukather and um, Stanley Jordan, and we'll have a discussion about That's it. Right. And I'm like, you yeah. know what, Steve? I'd be happy to do that with you. I got I got all afternoon for you that. And so then, like day before, like somebody from his world says, so. There's going to be a rhythm section there. And so Tom should like probably bring his amp. And I'm like, Steve, and Steve, at, this point, <laughs> Steve at this point, Steve is not taking my calls because I'm already kind of locked, locked in. I'm kind of locked in. And now what it's a like, prick. yeah, and I'm, and I'm like, there's a rhythm section there. And then I do get you on the phone. Like, yeah, just in case, you know, you want to like demonstrate any techniques. When I'm like, this is a full on setup. So we get there. And it, of course, it was a full on setup. And it is exactly crossroads, but with five guitar players so that it the uh, from my point of view like steve lukather of yes he's a film scorer and a musical theorist without peer steve lukather has played on more sessions than maybe anybody ever so and, and, mm-hmm. and he's there stanley jordan may be the most technically skilled guitar player of all right? time you know <laughs> right? like in the way that he does the like, 10 fingers like these beautiful like yeah. show, show paneling and then the other guy steve vibe and there's me making r2d2 and duck quacking noises so that so we're at i don't know if i've ever i've ever complained to you about this but so we're at sound check and my sound check lasted. I played a G chord and went, okay, I'm cool. Um, <laughs> Stanley Jordan was like, he went seat to seat out there. Oh, that's right. That's he, right. He went seat to seat. And he's like, uh, no, I need to hear a little bit more 1K, you know, and yeah. the, the roll off a little. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what Steve Vai got me into. So anyway, it, as it turns out, we had a fantastic time. Well, ladies and gentlemen. We had a fantastic la- time at the ladies end of Ladies and gentlemen, let, may I say that our, our man, Tom, <laughs> in that situation, I vaguely remember that, you know, the going out into the audience with the yeah. 1K. I, I yeah, even yeah. vaguely remember <laughs> who was there. But I am very clear on what you did yeah. when you played. And it was just spectacular. It was a perfect 
thing that was needed. Yeah. Because yeah. we're all these, you know, muso heads. And you, that's a great thing, Tom. You always deliver. You never have not delivered once the light turns red, you yeah. know, or green, yeah. whatever it is. You're just, it's like, well, I've heard these crazy musos and whatever, you know, and what am I going to play? Duck noises. <laughs> Wham! Wham! The well, shit is pounded. Well, like, it was so perfect. Yeah, I was okay. like, well, if this is going to be Crossroads, then it's got to be Crossroads. You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> And I do remember, though, I remember, like, Trevor was really lovely, and you were always lovely. And Steve Lukather, I think I blew his mind. I don't think he knew what was good, had anything. No. Stanley <laughs> Jordan, though, I, he gave me the craziest side eye. He was like, that's music like I like the look on his face like I'm not sure I'm not sure that right, he's got right. he's got the 1k rolled off <laughs> he came to me after the show and said he should have went into the audience he and listened to what it <laughs> his G chord was completely <laughs> uh, but anyway so that was but but then we've we've played together a number of times since and it's always yeah. been a real pleasure sometimes at bowling alleys this that and the other but um one of my favorite times was you you showed up for a, a benefit show that I was putting out the troubadour I was doing a thing called the justice tour where we had musicians mm -hmm. in each of the cities we would charge a minimal amount at the door all the money would go to charity and then the musicians would part some of the musicians would participate in the various charities around that anyway so but you came and this was it was one of the greatest all-star it was like we are the world of a of oh, like wow. of, of my yeah. of my address book of the time you know what i'm saying like from yeah, yeah. punk to hip-hop to pop to steve and you brought all your shit like you had like all of and you played for the love of god and it just right and it right. made i mean people were crying it was so beautiful oh, so i just want to thank you for that it was like that was one of my favorite anytime time. tom anytime but, you just call me it was just one of my there. favorite one of my favorite times jamming together so I, I want to talk a little bit about uh we have a friend dan weiss who's one of the co-creators of game oh, of thrones he's dan, a yeah. he's a dad at my school and we you know he was like the only other guy with like heavy metal t-shirts in the hallway at school yeah, yeah. so we bonded over that we came to see you play and you and he became acquainted. Now he told me that uh, you gave him a guitar lessons, and I want I want to. This is this is I think going to be very. This may be instructive for some of our <laughs> our music musician listeners. So he called me. So he said, "Steve Vai's giving me a guitar lesson. What the hell do I do?" I'm like, "Don't try to impress Steve Vai. Just go in <laughs> and play something, and Steve's going to be very helpful to you. He's a lovely guy. He's going to be very patient. And he's going to help you." So. His answer to that was no. I'm gonna learn the solo to cult of personality or whatever he wanted to try That's to do. Right. Whatever yeah, he whatever, yeah. whatever he wanted to try to do. So I'm gonna give you Dan's version of how the guitar lesson went. So he goes in and you say, You play me something. So he plays you some version of cult and you're, and you're like, no, 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 no. Uh the guitar, tune the guitar. He's like, okay, great. So he tunes the guitar back. He starts playing again. You're like, no, no, no. That <laughs> chord is out of tune. Listen, listen to the intonation of the chord. It's out, it's out yeah. of tune. He's like it is oh, okay so like you listen again and you like a mantra you're like it's not in two like when you bend a note it's like it, he thought it was going to be i'm going to learn how to flip the phrygian scale around to do this that and the other and instead it was like almost a meditation on yeah. the idea of really listening to what you're playing yeah. and with tuning being the sort of the north star anyway i just thought that was very very fascinating and then when dan and i discussed that and, and like for all guitar players out there, there are different ways to be compelling as a guitar player. I haven't played a guitar that's in tune in the last 30 years. <laughs> I don't own a tuner. That's how not a tuner I am. Um, but I, but I, in him describing that to me, I was just like, I see, like there is a, you know, from the first day of meditating in a pyramid to today in, in helping another guitar player, sort of with that focus, there's a way, the Steve Vai way, 
which is a like a sort of a beautiful spiritual way to get to that place. So I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Well, but... yeah, well, you know, I always respond to guitar players that really love what they're doing. Yeah. You know, that love the instrument. And it doesn't matter how proficient they are, mm -hmm. you know. And I first met Dan at one of it was one of those it was one of yours like you a G, yeah it was a G five what was the the show with uh, it was a Nuno it Nuno was a Nuno, Nuno show yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and we jammed and yeah. um, he was just so sincere and the funny thing is I didn't know anything about Game of Thrones yes <laughs> Nuno says I want you to meet Dan Weiss he's a friend of mine and he's the the director and writer of Game of yeah, Game of yeah. Thrones and I actually said to Dan. Is that a video game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I didn't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, watch yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. But but interestingly enough, I ended up, you know, he sent me the first series and I, I watched it twice, the whole, yeah. all episodes, yeah. the entire thing, yeah. twice. Yeah. And he's such a guitar enthusiast. I wanted to give him a lesson and and he was, you know, he, he's, he's he fine. Yeah, he can you play. You play. But it's just one of the things that if I, I just felt like it's important that I mention because so many players they overlook it and it compromises you in the yeah, long run. If, yeah. you, if you're playing and you're not in tune, it's hard. Yes. It's yes. hard to play in tune. Yeah. You play in tune. It doesn't matter if your guitar is tuned or not. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. fingers figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we talked about a lot of things. I think he was giving you the, yeah, you know, yeah. his, <laughs> his projection of, you know, it was but a, we it had was a great a, it time. It was a theatrical telling, but I, I just thought the, the part that I latched onto was that, cause I thought it was very, very interesting and very, let me tell you, he, he took that lesson to heart. You know, and he, that yeah. and what he took out of it was that pay, really paying attention to what you're playing rather you're not trying to impress somebody you like to sort of like really be yeah. conscious and present in what you're in and how you're playing. Yeah, it's the presence. And he really, uh, you know, he, he took took all the direction really well. And he's he's a fun player. He's yeah, a good player. he's a good player. I'm Tom Morello. And this is Maximum Firepower. My guest is guitar virtuoso and spectacular all around dude, Steve Vai. So let's talk about the gig that wasn't. This was the Eat em and Smile reunion oh, yeah, yeah. show. <laughs> that there's this place in Hollywood, which is a bowling alley and pre-pandemic times, every Wednesday night or once a month, every Wednesday night. Lucky Strike. Lucky Strike, Lucky Strike. There would be like sort of musicians from, you know, known and unknown would gather to play metal covers or their own songs. It's a pretty fantastic night of just really sort of celebrating rock and roll music. Yeah. And there was going to be quite a celebration this one particular night. Nuno Betancourt is one of the guys that sort of helps. He texted me, said, I think that the band that played on Eat em and Smile, all four of those dudes are going to play a set of Eat em and Smile for the first time in 30 years, 35 years, 35 yeah, something, years like something like that. I said, I'll be right there. <laughs> I'll be right there for that one. And the place was just bursting at the seams. And, you know, yeah. it's a it's built to be a bowling alley. And it was it was like the L.A. Forum crowd was packed in there. And yeah. it was the show that didn't happen. So tell me what we were yeah. so psyched. Oh, that was well, every year, probably usually once a year, Billy and myself and Greg Bissonette, yeah. Billy Sheehan, Greg Bissonette and, and Brett Tuggle, we go out to dinner. Yeah. And because uh, we're buddies and yeah. we were sitting there one time, we're talking, you know what? It's going to be the 30, I think it was the 35th anniversary of Eat em and Smile. I yeah. can't even believe it. You know, we got this lucky strike thing and we're going to go down there and play. Why don't you, you know, do you want to come and, and do some songs? And I thought, well, yeah, you know, let's let's do two songs. We're not going to rehearse them or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Just go play. And then I thought, uh, and and we were going to get uh, Ralph from Steel Panther yeah, of course. to sing because yeah. he does great. Yes, uh, yes. he's great. Up, Dave, he's up to know? it. He's up to it. Yeah. 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 Then I thought, ah, what the heck? Let me call Dave. 
Maybe, who knows? Who he knows? was so into it. He loved the idea. Yeah. He came out to the house and we reviewed the stuff and then we got in a car and we drove there, but we did not announce that he was going to be there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And when we got there, the line was, as you saw, it was all the way yeah. around the block and they, it, the place holds 350 people yeah. and 1,700 people yeah. stuffed in there. Yeah. And I'm, this is going to be great. I'm really excited. You know, Lucky Strike, they got the curtain. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the first chord to uh, Yankee Rose is the, you know, yeah. Yeah. and I was going to hit that chord and the curtain was going to open. Then I was going to do the talking guitar and yes. Dave was going to come out. Oh, my gosh. And we're all set. And the curtain's closed and I'm just about to hit the chord. And Wait, then so the, one ba of the, the band is actually on stage. Oh, the band is oh, on so stage. Dave's in the back waiting. I mean, the curtain is like oh, like this, Tom. You're killing me. And I'm my arm is like oh, this. Oh, you're killing me. Yeah, and I've I've got wood. You know yes. what I mean? I'm like ready. You know. <laughs> and this guy comes up to me, goes, "Steve, don't do it." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "The place is overpacked. If you play, you're going to be fined." And I said, "Great, fine Great, me. I'll pay me. the yeah, fine." I'll, he goes, "I'll pay the fine." I'll like, pay the fine. That's fine. He goes, he goes, are you sure? And I said, yeah. And I, and, and he goes, well, let, wait a minute. Wait, let me check it. Cause the fine is $5,000. I said, okay. All right. Ready? He goes, no, wait, Steve. No, don't. Uh, if you play, they're going to close the place. They're going to shut it down right now. And the business is going to lose its, you know, license. And or you're going to go to, you're going to go to, you, you can go to jail. Everybody's gonna he said to me. And the idea of going to jail, jail. made me actually want to hit that yes, court let's even go, more because baby. that's some press, let's baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, <laughs> just do it, Vibe. Just, just do, do it. it. And, and then I just said, I don't want this place to lose their license. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I collapsed. I went back to Dave and I said, uh, it's not going to happen. Oh, you know, that and is he a said, tragic tale, and right he said, there. they're, they're fire marshal. The police were the fire yeah, marshal yeah, was fire there. Marshal, yeah. Yeah, and they were ushering people out and all this, and and Dave just goes in his perfect media brilliance. You know, he goes, perfect. Now we'll get more press than if we actually we played. played. <laughs> and he was absolutely correct yeah, because the yeah. next day it was actually on the cover of like daily newspapers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, The Eatem and Smile Band almost plays. Almost, look at this. Almost close. plays. And so then that never that was not an impetus to find a venue where maybe you could fit seventeen hundred people. Yeah. Well, that night we almost went over to the, uh, the the Viper Club. Oh, the Viper Room, yeah, the Viper. We, we were going to do it there, right. uh, but there was a band that was playing, and they were like, "Oh no, we kicked that band right off." I'm like, nah, I'm do that. Uh. <laughs> the band probably would have been very happy to sit there. Yeah, and yeah, I they, know. They would have been like, "Please, please." Oh, yeah, yeah. well, that's that's awesome. I didn't know that you. I didn't know it was that close. I knew that you guys oh, were in like, the in the building, but I didn't know you were that close. Oh, that close. Well, I hope, yeah. you know, who knows, if that ever comes together at the Viper or somewhere. You know, we yeah. talk about it. We talk about it. but Even for a right, one-night thing. Happened. Even for a one-night yeah. thing. Yeah. All yeah. right, so lastly, the, the last time I saw you play was at the concert with Zach Wilde and Nuno and Tony and Ingve. And that's the tour that you guys have taken around the world, I believe, several times. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Generation X. Generation X. That's right. Generation yeah, X. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I got to tell you, it's fantastic. For a guitar player, it's everything you could possibly want. And the... Um, you know, sort of the the reinterpretations of some there's some like classic rock songs that you guys have mm -hmm. reorchestrated into a five guitar, you know, maelstrom and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, and the personality, it's five very different personalities which come through, yeah. you know, in the show and, and, and in the playing. But I got to say, as someone who has seen shows of all five of you and enjoyed records of, of all your music, it's really awesome to to have that line of those. So tell me what that is like, because there's, there's also some personalities in that band, too. 
There is like <laughs> there's like ten pounds of personality in a five pound bag on that tour. Oh, I, yeah, I got a feeling. Yeah. So give me give me yeah. just give me some thoughts about that tour and the other players and the. Well, it was one of those uh, kind of ideas that I had in the background for quite a while because I knew that if it worked, it would be pretty pretty cool. I wrote a list. Uh, I had like a, these lists that were like, this is for rock. This is for metal. This is for blues. Yes, this is for, sure, you know, sure. and uh, I've just put my favorite, whoever I thought would be the very best participants. Yeah. 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 And, uh, when I did the metal category, that was the one I gravitated to. And all the guys I put on there were the ones that made it. Right. And I just knew instinctually it could work and it would be a tremendous show for guitar lovers. Yes. <clears throat> uh, people that I told it to, they thought I was a little nuts because like you say, there was 10 pounds of, <laughs> you know, in a five pound bag. <laughs> but I just knew it could not only, there's a potential for it to not only work, but for it to work really well and also for it to work on a personal level really well. And I think when, when we first kicked off, of course, there was like concerns. I mean, I had like Zach call me the night before and go, are we really going to be living on a sub with Ingve? I mean, is this, are we really doing this? I'm like, yep. And it's going to be your favorite part of the it's gonna extravaganza. Be great. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah. And yeah. Tom, Tom, we had the best time. Yeah, that's what, I love that's what being, all the saying, time. Yeah. Whenever we go out. Yeah. Because we we laugh at each other, you know, we we support each other. We yeah. la allow each other to just be who they are. Yes, yes. Like yeah. if somebody has a problem with something, it's fine. Yes. Yeah, we'll fix it if we can. And no, it, and the interesting thing is nobody is inconsiderate. All those guys are really very considerate. Yeah. They're really fun. You know them all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're just, yeah, yeah. I don't, and you know, there's no I secrets. Really, yeah, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't really know Ingve and Tony that much, but I know the other guys and they're, they are really fun. And I just can yeah. imagine what that is like over the course of weeks and whatnot for a fan. Like, <laughs> like Zach Wilde got himself a wireless. Let me just say that you could, you, <laughs> you could, you could rename the tour. Zach Wilde got himself a wireless because yes. every time it's like, Zach is in the lobby. He's in the lobby. He's in the balcony. Every he's time he takes, every time he takes a solo. He's in the orchestra pit. He's in the bathroom. It's Twice like, during a solo sometimes. That's correct. More than one time. He's like, where did that guy go? And people love it. And everybody's, you know, like high-fiving him around. And, yeah. the, and then Ingve, he's got his old his own lighting scheme. Like he's yeah. got his side of the stage is like sort of a medieval vibe. You know, like yeah, it is. And, and I don't know how he got it to be like there's only like smoke machine like on him, but he whatever he's got in his rider, it's working because he's got his whole setup. Well, there. that was one of the things he requested. And yeah. I and I just thought, yes, because that's your thing. I wanted everybody to be able to do their thing. That's right. You go in the audience as much as you want. That's right. That's right. You to Nuno, you speak as much That's as right. you want. Yeah, tell your tell jokes. Tell jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know. And Ingve, it's like you're the one with the smoke machine. And yeah. <laughs> and when you give everybody that space, it's nice. You yeah, know, it's yeah. great. And you might not know Ingve because he's very private. Yeah. But if you know how to work with him he's just great yeah he's, he's amazing he's funny he's smart yeah yeah he's very musical very you know professional you know you got to deliver because yeah. he delivers. He delivers. Yeah, I got know? to be. Yeah. I, I got to meet him backstage at that show. So it was. I was in the first week. Black Star. You know, was was in the yeah, was yeah, in the yeah. indie indie record store. So it was it was it was yeah. awesome. Man. But uh, that was awesome. Yes, that yeah, was I fantastic. Hope I, you should join us for one of those. Sometime. I would be. I mean, once once again, like the thing. Gets, I I'm now recognize what I'm in for and I'm down for. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do you it. You yeah. make anything work, Tom. You yeah. can I can give you a, a bag of marbles <laughs> and a cardboard box, and you're going to write something beautiful it's fun. on your iPhone. It's 
it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny because right after we do this interview, I have a bag of marbles and a cardboard box that I'm going to make a song on. <laughs> that was the right. That was this afternoon's gig. Was <laughs> um, well, Steve, thank you so much. It, it is first of all, it's just great. Oh, to, it's great to see you and great to talk yeah, to you. It's but good to see you we again, haven't really brother. had the chance to hang out for, for a while. And uh, and as the world yeah. opens up more, I hope we're able to do it. I hope one day we do get to see the Eat 'Em and Smile thing as a big fan. That would be just fantastic. Yeah, but uh, thank you, uh, thank but, you. But, and, but, and Tom, you're you're doing such great stuff continue with everything you're doing and thank you so much for all this support now and through yeah. my entire career yeah. you just rock hard brother well lo lots of love to you and thank you for you know a continuing lifetime of awesome music and that's from all yeah, so of we got years fans. ahead of us exactly that's what i'm saying too like i'm about to write my best song right now that's the way i look at it every there you day go. That's what I look there you at go right on brother thank you so much steve for being on the show it is really uh, i've said it before i'll say it again it is such an honor to just get to talk with you about guitars and and everything else as someone who i am a huge fan of you and your music. And it is, it, your music is a great blessing to the world. And thank you very much for coming on Maximum Firepower. Until next time, take it easy, but take it. Let foes of justice tremble. This has been Tom Morello's Maximum Firepower. Hear this episode again or listen to past shows right now on the SiriusXM app. Search Maximum Firepower.